going on guys this is not from the white day podcast welcome welcome to the episode that we have in store for you guys today it's gonna be season five episode 23 um i know it's been a while since i have been posting stuff on the podcast platforms but we're here this episode is going to be titled emotional currency now the rest of the episodes i do have been posting is on my youtube link if you guys ever get the chance to go on www.ydaypodcast.com it has all the episodes on there but i will be still posting all my episodes still on the podcast platform but let's get into it right now don't want to take too much of you guys time let's go into the episode right now It's so ridiculous because by you saying that we're this title does not stop me from doing whatever you fear. Marriage, a license in marriage doesn't stop people from doing what people fear. Well, let me. It stops anybody. So it's like you have to have a higher perspective on these things, a higher awareness and, and look at it as two people enjoying each other. I think when you start to add all these different conditions, it muddies up the emotions that, that work well with the relationship. It just does. Like you can see it in real life and it's getting worse and worse. You know, it's, it's, I think for me too, it's like, well, for me, it's a little bit different. So I agree with that. I see what you're saying. And maybe there's something to be said about my ability to accept the uncertain, but I am somebody who's just like, if I see myself going a certain way, I am going that way. Mm-hmm. I am incredibly goal oriented, attack the goal, go for that thing. And so for me, it's very important that I create boundaries in all my relationships because there's the going to be no confusion. This is my expectation from you. Oh, really. <laughs> well, uh, let me let me do a couple of things before we even get fucking started. Yeah, now, you know, I, had a, I had an art instructor who uh, he was an MMA fighter and a fine artist. And uh, uh, um, what else did that motherfucker do? I forgot what else, but he he was a, a triple effect too. And uh, he was a handsome dude, man. And, and like when I first started uh, the artist too. We were always like, what the fuck, this dude? Like, he was showing us pictures of uh, him fighting and shit, and then his, his art was amazing. And, uh, oh, he was going to law school on top of that. So warrior like, poet. Some motherfucker warrior poet. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, this shit's crazy. Poet. Yo, all right. Yo, all right, y'all. Welcome to our... Uh, yeah, episode, y'all. Uh, hopefully the sound works on everyone else's end. Well, y'all can mm-hmm. see who's tapping in here. Um, yeah, it's my man. Uh, if y'all don't know, Dante the Silent got my man, Ben Pill, Markel, Alpha Monk. Uh, we out here just kind of having chats. The episode is emotional currency. Uh, if y'all don't know, 
uh, yeah, appreciate you going on there and checking on the on the comments because I have no idea how to check all that shit. Like all the shit going on. Appreciate you. Um uh, is ever tuning in. I know we just started up early. Um, yeah, man. How you guys doing? Good. Missed you all. I missed y'all. Are we doing good? I was just surprised all three of us were here two weeks in a row. I was like, man. <laughs> oh, no. I know. <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> I was like, oh man, yeah. No, it's been uh, doing good. We're doing we're doing good. He said what it is. <laughs> what Yo, you're you're a buzzing for sure. Yeah, you but, just uh, wanted us to get started, man. I'm already a couple glasses in, so you know. Well, I I ain't scaling your level, man. It's getting your level. All right, man. So we're live on a couple of other platforms. I'm actually chesting out a platform that I've been using. I got a couple people on. Uh, you guys, see, I don't know if y'all y'all know I go live and do hella shit. This shit's all over. You know? Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. We talk our shit half the time. <laughs> Is this talk your way shit. of saying start talking while you work some stuff out? No, no, we're good, I think. Oh, I did a little sound tech. <clears throat> Hopefully it works out. Okay. Hopefully it works so, out. <laughs> so Alpha Month, I'm going to keep it real. I'm not exactly sure what, uh, what is meant by emotional currency. So if you could catch us up to speed. Yeah. I was meaning by emotional currency, I was meaning let's talk about what are the difference between men's emotional currency and women's. And by emotional currency is what do men need emotionally from women? Mm -hmm. And what do women need emotionally from men? And do it, does it really align? And is it really about emotion or is it about like, uh, like we were saying earlier, is it about something that they're lacking themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's say uh, a girl who, never really had a father right so she's looking for a father figure she needs someone who's a little bit more overbearing someone who uh teaches her stuff and you know is uh strict or whatever in the relationships and shit like that and that's her emotional currency that she gets from that dude it's not healthy but that's what she'll get all right you know you can say in, in the guy's perspective uh if he never his mom was abusive or whatever like that or um, he never really had a mom and he would be really needy and he would need the girl to mommy him all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like make sure he's eating healthy or make sure he's, you know, he's got a coat, you know, shit like that, which I've seen before. I've seen friends do that shit, but uh, that's what I meant. Like, you know, the healthy and the unhealthy emotional currency. Mm, I see. So I think that's actually a really great topic. What do men need emotionally from women? Um, I think it's hard. It's funny, right before we went live, we were talking about this, and I was saying, hey, oh, you know, my chick, I feel like I've been asking her for too much. Not that she couldn't handle what I was asking for, but to a certain extent of, like, what is what I'm asking for is something I, I, as a man, I should reasonably ask for my lady. And, you know, like, there's been a hard time. There's been some career transitions, right? And we're getting to some new projects here, so it's just been high-stress time. And so I kind of was leaning on her a little bit, and I think she's done the most I could possibly expect her to do. Which is right? strange because they're <clears throat> emotional creatures. You would think they have an untapped ability to absorb other emotions, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going through a roller coaster of emotions throughout the entire day. And let's not even talk about, you know, their menstrual cycle time, you know what I'm saying? That's probably even heightened. So it's like that I would, I mean, I get it that no girl wants I guess like a crybaby, but from what you're telling us, it doesn't even sound like that. You were just going through 
a complex time. It's not really difficult, it's just a complex time because you have to get shit going and get shit going fast, which is complex. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. I think it, uh, it really depends on, on how it was when we first started dating. So when my girlfriend started dating, there's a super high polarity, right? I have always been just yang energy. If you're in, if you're in astrology, I'm actually, my, my sun, moon, and rising are all fire signs, right? So I'm just, that's just who I am as a person. And so she was really, really used to that. And I think since I've been a little bit more stressed and a little bit more moody, a little bit more irritable, you guys know, and uh, you're, you're kind of this a little bit more hot and cold. So I've been a little bit off center. And I think when, you're, when your lady really depends on your center and you're off center, it just creates an issue. And so I know for me, it was like, yeah, like as I started getting more stressed, getting more irritable, I'll admit, maybe take it out on her a little bit, kind of making my problem her problem just because I just need help her in that load. Uh, it, it kind of put a lot of stress on things where she doesn't quite understand why she has to carry this thing. So I'm not really explaining it, but she just knows she has to carry this. And it's just something that I feel like as, as a man, it's like, that's what your bros are for. Some of these woes are what your bros are for, especially bros who are there to help you. You know, well, you support you and stuff like that, but she doesn't need to be your backbone. Okay, but like, but you don't need her for financial support. You don't need her for living. So like it was all just emotional and mental support, right? That you were searching for. Well, kind of, yeah. Because, you know, as men, like we're very status oriented. We're very functional oriented. Like um, you feel better when you're producing something for the world. That's why men okay. like work so much. That's right. Whether you're creating art or you're writing or you're creating content for media or you're working at a company, you're having high sales. Men need to create something. Men need to make things to feel good. Men need to have purpose and focus to feel good normally. And I was kind of drifting a bit, switching career paths again. And I just kind of lost that deep focus on a singular thing. And that just threw me off center. I was just very off centered. And so I think, you know, I was kind of looking to my girlfriend for a little more validation than what I would normally look for. And I, I just don't think that was just in her, her wheelhouse of what she's used to doing. Right. So to me, that would, that would signify that she's not supportive. I don't know her. I'm just saying from, from that, that um, mm-hmm. what you told us, it just says that she wouldn't be, because if she can't, like from what it sounds like, it sounds like a simple support like okay all she has to do is just listen and then give you some feedback positive feedback and then boom there you go it's, it's, well it's like, that's that's what she was doing. like i said like it was that's what she was doing but then it comes to a point where you're frustrated with yourself and you take it out on her it's not uh, oh okay. hey i'm stressed and this is working out it's kind of kicking up oh what's wrong nothing like you know like okay, you just okay, know okay. like you're not feeling like you it in that moment sometimes you get frustrated you just that's how it is yeah, yeah. And I'm not a passive person. I'm not a very stoic person. I've always been just very much like the yang energy. So yeah, I got a little frustrated and I was like, you know, and you kind of pick fights sometimes. Cause I don't have that. I, I attack things with a lot of energy. And so when I don't have that one thing to attack. It's like all this energy is built up and I can't use it. Uh, extroverts, man. Extra, I'm an extroverted extrovert dog. That's how we get down. So that, oh, that was the thing. Yeah, and we basically we talked about it and I just told her like, look. Uh, nah, if I'm I get frustrated to where I'm at right now. This I is just what I'm trying to do, and this is what I need from you. And then okay. she was like, "Bet." Okay, I'm good. Yeah. So yeah. actually, it's funny. We again, I had a, you know, I told her some really big interviews coming up. It's so like I actually told her I was like, "Okay, so I have multiple companies doing these interviews. How do I leverage 
these interviews to get the best offer. So we actually sat down and talked the strategy of, about, you know, what I think I should do to leverage these, because I have a lot of offers coming in right now and I have a lot of products coming in like, to leverage that to get the best offer. And so she was down. She was we down, we talked about that. She helped me with that, you know. Never lets me go hungry. Never lets my hand go without a drink. You know, I never, you know, all the other H's, the three H's, you're not supposed to leave her house, not going those three things. So she never lets me do that either. Like I said, she did it, but it was kind of like, all right, like I'm going to, I'm, I'm a man now. It's not going to get back on my own. Like I still got to feel good about myself. Yeah, you know? definitely. So yeah. She, you, sometimes your lady might help carry you from moment to moment, but in the end, you want to feel good about yourself and what you got going on and following your purpose and all that kind of stuff. So. I respect that, man. I respect that. I withdraw. Yeah, you got to. What's up, Sim Simo? Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> I didn't really fully understand what you mean by commercial currency. <laughs> I get what he's saying now. I think he just means, like, the transfer of emotions. It's like, here's the emotional need, and here's the emotional supplier, right? And so it's like, how does that transfer work? I think for women, and I think this transcends everything is women want to feel like they orbit a strong center. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that that's, that's the biggest thing is women are all over the place, generally speaking. And I think they want to be able to orbit a strong center. So if she's sad, here's her center. If she's happy, here's her center. If she's angry, here's her center. You know what I mean? And I think when you're a guy, when you're off center, Right, and you guys are all bouncing around. It, it kind of fucks it up a little bit. Yeah, that's why it's important to always maintain yourself because even when they ask to be open, when they ask for more emotion, they don't really, they don't really want that. They don't because so many men have been on media and shit talking about like, man, the moment I told her how I felt and my emotions and everything wow. changed and she saw me different. Right. And it's like, you, you, I mean, you can give them drops here and there only in times where it's warranted, but I just don't think that they're built for that. Yeah. 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 I think it, it also depends right now. It also depends how you go about it. Right? Sure, that's true too. Yeah. Like yeah. It, and that's, I hate to say it, it's, it's almost not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at your girl and you go, look, I messed up. This thing happened. This thing happened. And I've been struggling ever since. Yeah. This is my plan. Is you with me or not? Yeah. That's totally different. I think the problem is oh. when you're. Okay, when you're just, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think when you're, and it's like, it's not just the one time. It's typically when you have these issues, these are men who are not making progress or don't have visible progress over a set period of time. And they're trying to fix their issues and fix their problems. Right. And, uh, and it's just, I, you know, a lot of guys are going to complain, but the reality is she just wants to feel like she has a winner. She wants to feel like she has a good thing going on. And she doesn't mind picking you up if you fall. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that with women, actually. They don't mind picking you up if you fall, but they don't like feeling like they have to build you. I hate saying this, but you have to be better than them in a lot of areas of life for them to be supportive in certain areas. Like it, it's worked for me. I can only speak for myself. It's worked for me whenever I've been frustrated or artist block or writer's block and I 
can't really get past something or bills have really fucked me or some shit like that. If I have a woman at the time, then I tell her what's going on. I'm serious about it. It's ordinary. It was good. I withdraw and I, I try to take it on myself. And uh, and I let them know that I, I don't look for their support. I don't look for their help or anything like that. And that way that leaves me open to do my own thing and to basically carry the load for myself. And then if they come and help, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Or if they come with support, it's a pleasant surprise. But I never look for it because every time you look for something, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll get disappointed because it's never what you think it's going to be, especially when it's with your woman. If you're looking for a certain type of support, you have it in your head, how you really want her to support you. And she obviously doesn't know that and she won't do it that way. So it's always somewhat of a disappointment. So I never really look into that. I look forward to that. I just do my own thing and kind of act as if I'm single while I'm dealing with this issue. I'm not saying I won't talk to her or be with her or, you know, be intimate shit like that. I will, but I won't add her into my issues mm-hmm. or into what I'm working with. You know, she can look, she's outside looking in, but I'm not expecting her to come. And so when, when that happens, they usually always do the opposite of what you want them to do. And they'll do even more, especially if you're not looking for support or help, they'll even go even harder. As you remember, when we used to work together, old girl, asked you at one point, how can I help somebody when he doesn't want me to help him? That was one of those moments. And I, I hated her trying to help me. I didn't want her help, none of that shit. So it's like, I deal with that shit on my own. But it's it's hard to get support from a woman in a very early stage. It's just, it's... And like I said, like, you know, and... I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I think if you, if this was a uh, Markel one year ago, I'd be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Markel now it's just one of those things where I think there is this gray area of, does she believe in you? And say, does she believe in you is directly proportional to how much you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you truly, you truly believe in yourself, you're really working on your thing. She's going to see that, you know, like if, <laughs> I think a lot of the, the problem, and I hate to say this because it happens every once in a while to a man, it happens, you know, where a man will just lose faith. Always good, Cali, been a minute. Uh, every once in a while, a man will just lose faith in himself. I think that is the, the worst thing that can happen. Oh, yeah. It yeah. happens. You could be down on your life, and as long as you're never, as long as you don't lose faith in yourself, you won't really see that issue. I think, right? Because And the big fear is this, and, and men may admit it, maybe one minute. Um, one of the man's biggest fear in his relationship is if he loses his status, if he loses his money, if he loses his edge, is he going to lose his woman? So someone commented here. I, yeah. I try not to ignore you. Um, she said, that's a man, but it's okay to take that support. It shows her interest in it. And you don't, in it, in you, and it don't make you as a man look weak. It's love. So she said she's agreeing with you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and the reality is, I remember reading this story on Instagram, and I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if it's a real story, but I thought it was touching. It was a little sentimental. So basically, there's this family that's doing really, really well. This family is just really, really, really poor. And so the family that's doing this really well off goes to the poor family. The mother goes to the poor family house and goes, can I borrow two tablespoons of salt? 
and there's a big smile on their face. They run to their kitchen and they come back and they give her three tablespoons of salt. She goes back to her family, the rich house, and they go, why did you ask for the salt? If we're rich, we don't need it. And she says, sometimes people can't really help you, but you accept what they can give to let them know that they're important and they matter. I think, and this, we can do like be rational talk about sunk cost principle where the more someone invests in something, the less likely they want to leave and the more invested they become, right? You have to, if a woman's serious about you, you have to kind of gas her up a little bit. You have to, when she does something nice for you, you have to let her know how much that meant to you. And you have to accept that willingly because you want her to keep doing that. You generally want her to keep investing with you either because one, it makes her harder to leave, keep it real. And then two, there will be a time where you really do need her. And if you haven't set that up, she's not going to help you. And by help, if you're very specific here, I mean, if I'm struggling in this moment, help raise my mood and carry me to the next moment. And then I got it from there. Like, I don't need you to pay off this bill. If we're married, that might be an ask, but if we're not, you know, I don't need you to pay, you to pay this bill, bill for me. You know, I don't need you to uh, do these things for me. But let's say, honestly, I'm struggling. I'm having a really hard time. And I have this pocket of time where like, I'm, I'm like free. Let me come over. I mean, I'll even order the food. Let me just lay down on your lap and relax for like an hour. Let me just have it my way for like an hour. And then let me just tell you how dumb this boss is or how dumb this company is or how, how stupid they are for not recognizing my genius. And then just rub my head and go, you're a genius, babe, I know. Like that's literally what most men want is just rub my belly and tell me I'm fucking great like I know I am. Because sometimes I just, it's just nice to hear it from someone who's not me. Exactly. And I think all you have to do is never ask for it. Do Like you said, just do your shit. And then just go, or just like text her and be like, hey, you got an hour? Of course, if she's in love with you or she's feeling you, she'll say yes. You go over there, you bring some pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she'll feel it. If she likes you, she's, if they like you, they pay attention. And she'll right. see your shoulders are slumped. She'll see you're tired. And then, then you just lay down on her, on her lap and tell her what's going on. And I think it's that spontaneity that kind of brings out more feminine energy. Yeah, it's that it's that weary soldier, that weary warrior. You come home, you lay on their lap, and you kind of just be in silent. And they may ask what's going on. You can give them a little vague answer here and there, just keep their imagination running. But it shows more masculinity, more I think alpha shit. If you you know when when somebody does that, Um, again, if you're like looking for it are you expecting it are trying to yeah. create it because a lot of dudes try to create that shit they try to create those little uh pocket romance moments and it never works out and it's like you can't create shit like that like i like there's a thing going on right now like girls are asking like do guys ever ask us if they want to be girlfriend or boyfriend anymore or uh guys are now saying like you know you got to ask them if, if they can kiss you on the first day and it's like i don't know what world a lot of people are living in but I've never really had to ask when you be my girlfriend. I never really had to ask, can I kiss you? Yeah. You know, it's just in that moment and you go for that passion. And uh, I think they respect you so much more when you just, when you're a man about your shit. And now a lot of people will probably be like, well, you know, that's sexual harassment. It's like, come on, read the room, bro. It's like, if you're on a date 
and you guys are looking at each other and she's looking at your lips yeah. a lot and she's she's keeping eye contact that's all that's all the body language that you need you just got to be smart yeah. about it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and so it's funny too I, I actually hold the belief that uh, a man should never ask a woman to be his girlfriend never she should ask him but i will say my last two girlfriends i didn't ask i basically said like we're doing this or what because i'm busy that's basically the conversation this was like like oh my ex-girlfriend right it was basically like yo i'd show up would you like me she's like yeah I'm like you like that she's like yeah i was like all right we're boyfriend girlfriend now we go together and then that was just it i set, set the boundary and with my current one we have such drastically different backgrounds i basically said like you check with my girlfriend or what and then she was like well we gotta talk about it and i was like all right talk about it and we hashed some stuff out and then i was like all right we're doing this now so it's a little bit different than when you sit there and you go so what are we? You know, like uh, you don't do that. You don't want to do that. What are we? What are you basically uh, tell her what you're here for, or you let her bring it up? Yeah, exactly. Mrs. It's Golly, look, I'm trying to have three and a half kids and a dog. What you want to do? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give yeah, you a so much better sons. if they bring it up. So much better if they bring it up because it, it shows that their interest and it shows yeah. that they're they're really trying to get at it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot better that way. Yeah. 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 Hold on, I'm like working on some audio stuff, y'all. Oh, are you? Yeah, man. Like always. I thought we've been working on audio stuff for the past like five episodes. Oh man, I'm always working on audio stuff. <laughs> I'm always working on audio stuff. I swear to God. Oh my it's goodness. Just part of your stick, man. It's, it's all yeah. day, man. Sun new, man. It's nothing new. I mean, Even I'm trying. All of it figured out. You should just pretend. It's a, uh, <laughs> a issue, just your your signature thing. Man, I don't know, dude. I don't Maybe, know. Yeah. It was easy. working. It was working earlier until I started fucking being stupid and messing around. Shit, I should never mess around. But I don't know if y'all can still hear me on here. But yeah, we can. Yeah, y'all can hear me. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but fucking shit, man. Um, we trying to restart this to see what happens. But also, I, you know, I think. I was telling my girl this. I think when people try to label or they try to um, create what's already been done, it kind of throws the the spice out to me, man. Like it's trying like, to put a label on something that's like equally understood and it's unspoken. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. You know, it really doesn't need to be. And I think people do it out of fear. And it, it's so ridiculous because by you saying that we're this title does not stop me from doing whatever you fear. Marriage, a license and marriage doesn't stop people from doing what people fear. Well, let me. It stops anybody. So it's like it, you have to have a higher perspective on these things, a higher awareness and, and look at it as two people enjoying each other. I think when you start to add all these different conditions, it muddies up the emotions that, that work well with the relationship. It just does. Like you can see it in real life and it's getting worse and worse. You know, it's, it's, I think for me too, it's like, well, for me, it's a little bit different. So I agree with that. I see what you're saying. And maybe there's something to be said about my ability to accept the uncertain, but I am somebody who's just like, if I see myself going a certain way, I am going that way. I am incredibly goal-oriented, attack the goal, go for that thing. And so for me, it's very important that I create boundaries in all my relationships. Because there's the going to be no confusion. This is my expectation from you. 
There's no confusion. This is what I want from you. This is what I want from you. And then this is what you're willing to give. And all we have to worry about is a little bit overlap. There's a little bit of this gap right here, right? That's, that's, and the closer this is, the less we have to worry about, right? So I think for me, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm at a, the reason, this is why, you know me, I don't date girls long. I don't have a lot of, I have like one long-term relationship. Other than that, girls don't last that long around me. Because it comes to a point where they want something more than I'm willing to give. I don't string them along. I'm like, all right, go next. We're done. This is over. You know, we're, we're finished dating here. Because it's like, I, I'm just not going to be deterred from my direction. The whole issue that I have right now with, you know, somebody off camera was because like, I, got, I got pulled off my center a little mm-hmm. bit. This was a little bit different. It was new. It had been a minute. It was a little rusty at the whole exclusive thing. And But it's like, I'm... I don't want to do the whole like, well, it is what it is because it's like that mentality is going to get me mixed up in some stuff unless I really just don't care about you. And then at that point, it's like, is it even worth me keeping you around if I really just don't care about you? So some people have this mentality of like, do their own thing and have like this rotation of women. I kind of have a mentality of like, I'm going to have, you know, one or two really good ones or it's not going to have any. Because I just, I, I'm, I'm going somewhere. You guys are in the way. And I think, uh, I think for guys who are uninitiated and really going for what they want, women are a huge distraction. They are. Not that women themselves are distracting, but that men put women in the way of what they want to do. So you make her your distraction. Pedestal and shit. You can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean I'm, that's I'm, your escapist habit, right? You're like a serial dater or something like that. That's your escape. Yeah. Like I, so, I tell women up front <clears throat> what I'm looking for, what I'm about. And most of the time, like I've become so free spirited in these later years that it's like if you're not pretty much what I want or it's not working out, then, you know, why? Because I've had enough good women in my life to know that I can always find another one. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So it's not like it's it's I don't have that one night. It's like I've literally been able to cut that out of myself. And so I'm really happy about that because it just doesn't. Like, I just don't feel that anymore. Like, I, when I used to, when I was younger, like, you know, you get that one girl you really like, and you're like, shit, you know, and it's just like, she's, you got that tunnel vision on her. And it's kind of hard to break away from that, especially, you know, once you become habitual with you guys' you know, interactions and shit, it's just hard to break away from that shit. And so it's like, I've, I've stripped that away and it's, it's so much more freeing. And it's like, you just, it's easier to let girls know, like, look, I'm, I don't think I'm looking for anything serious. So don't expect me to want something serious after this amount of time. So I'm telling you this because I respect you as a person. We can definitely have fun. We can continue dating, but I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. Mm. Now, from my experience, most women be like, hell yeah, because that's something they can chase. They want what they can't have type thing. And if, if the D is good and the time they're spending with you is fun and you're doing all these fun ass experience, they can learn shit from you and they can see that you're doing what the fuck you're trying to do and you're not affected by any of the shit that they do, <clears throat> they're going to eventually fall for you anyway and they're going to try to change your narrative of how you live. And so that's how I've been stuck with like long-term friends with benefits and, uh, and, and just dating around with like one chick for like six months to eight months and it's not ever being serious. And I tell you, man, 
every three to four months, they always come up with that same conversation. Like, you know, we've been doing this for a while. Like what? And I tell them the same thing. Like, look, man, you, nothing's wrong with us, but you can bounce if you want something more that I can't give you. Cause I, I'm not going to string you along. Well, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, and this is a little bit of a platitude, it's a little tripe all the time. It's like men date women, hoping the women will never change. And women date men, hoping they will change. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, so it's always like, you know, I thought when you started dating, you would, but you didn't. And he goes, when I thought we started dating, you wouldn't stop, but you, you know, so that, mm-hmm. that's a big one for sure. For right back. Sure. That is a big one. Yeah. But, uh, that- Communication comes in with that play, you know. So let's let's talk about something real quick. I think it's really good. So, do you think men should have serious girlfriends before the age of twenty-five? No. 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 They need to experience as many type of different women as they can, so that way they can learn how to talk to women more. They can approach women more when they get older. Right. I think they do should you think have that because just the idea of finding a good woman young and having a lifelong relationship it doesn't happen anymore you think that's why because there was a time it was like it it depends on the it depends on the guy if he if he in his heart wants a family then i would say from 19 to 25 he needs to work his ass off to get that career started and then he can get a family within that time and you know that's right as rain but if he if he's not really looking for a family he doesn't really know and I would say, nah, you should just have your fun as much as you can in your 20s. And then your 30s, you know, that's when you start to really hammer down on your, your business. And by your mid-30s, get you like a 25-year-old who wants to have a family. And then, boom, there you go. You have a young, beautiful wife. She's 25. She's still young. She can have a very healthy baby at that age. You're 35. By the time you're Child is uh, 20, you're 55. That's still a great age. I mean, Tom Cruise is 60, or he's 59. And what? Boy, yeah, Tom Cruise is 59, bro. Uh, fucked me damn. up when I saw that. I was like, damn. Damn. He's going to be 60 in a year. It's like, that's damn. crazy. Oh, that's Scientology money. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, stem cells he beat. Man, right? He said stem cells. <laughs> he said stem cells. He's with the queen and shit. He's um, mad at stem cells. I'm just yeah. saying, bro. Yo, when I get saying. older, I'm putting stem cells everywhere. I'm putting in my knees and my elbows and my spine. I'm putting stem cells everywhere. Oh my I'm going to Argentina, where all the old German Nazi doctors are. I'm putting stem cells everywhere. I mean, look at this motherfucker. Like, how are you? 25? I'm 87. <laughs> I eat stem cells. Wow, that's fucked for women who are single at 34. Hey, what, what's going on in Instagram? So this is in response to what Mondre was saying about, you know, guys should work until they're like in their 30s and find some time. All I'm going to say is not every single guy in his mid-30s are going to go pick up a 25-year-old. If you are a woman and you are single and you are 34, That's as long as you're pleasant to be around, you maintain your health and you're just fun and exciting, you will find men well into whatever. That's it. If you're yeah, pleasant to be around – you're fun and exciting, yeah. and, and you're just a joy, and you're slightly family-oriented. You don't have to worry about that. I was as crazy as this. Men in their mid to late 30s and their early 40s, they absolutely want women their age. 
they just don't think there just aren't many their age that are dateable. That is true. Just that like, is- and I'm sure women would say the same exact thing about men. So don't take it too personal, right? If you're if you're newly single, you're in your early to mid thirties, and you're a woman. If you're happy and you're healthy, you're taking care of yourself, you're being light into a room, you don't complain too much and you don't bring too much extra stress or too much extra baggage. You can even have a kid. As long as you don't bring too much extra stress, too much extra baggage, there are plenty of really good men out there who will absolutely date you and start a family. Don't worry about it. Just focus on being happy and not being stressful. Yeah. you need to be. You need to be doing what I'm doing, man. That, that was a nice fiction you just told right there. Ain't no woman <laughs> with a single. Ain't no single right. woman with 34 is gonna be non-stressful. Let's <laughs> talk about. Let's talk about uncommitted this man is to marriage, man. Uh, alpha <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about that real really? quick. Uh, I ain't listen. <laughs> what you say? I said let's anyway. talk about how uncommitted you know you are. How, how much you dislike marriages coming from you know. I actually don't. This I, I was married before. It was it was fun. It was cool, man. It was it was no different than just being in a relationship. Like nothing really changed except for she got my last name and she she lived with me seven days out of the week instead of five. So like like nothing really changed. But I will say that she was foreign, so her traditional and moral values were really set better for marriages than American women. Right. That's fact. So. That's yeah. why it was so much more fun. That's why it was so much more better. Like she really had the roles of a wife down pat. And when I saw that, and she did that when, when she started to move in and, and, and live with me, she was doing all that shit. So she did that way before we were married. And that put me in a better position to be in a husband role. So it like it, it locked in really well. I don't think I would have ever found that with uh, an American woman. I just would have been a little bit more stress and issues. You know what I'm saying? From what yeah. I see. Yeah. I mean, it, but it generally speaking, man, it just it's it's not what it used to be. It's not it's not really special anymore. People aren't treating it special. Like, look how much divorce we have. It's like people are just getting right. into it, and like it, it's not it's not what's the word I'm talking about? It's not. Um, sacred thank you thank you it's not it's not sacred anymore people like we like i was saying earlier people people still cheat people still do crazy shit while they're married that license doesn't do anything it doesn't solidify anything it doesn't uh check anybody uh, from being an asshole or a cheater it doesn't do anything all it does is tell everybody else well, that here's, this let's, my, let's, my husband that's all it does let me let me pause that real quick right because i'm I'm pro the idea of marriage. I just think in practice it's not as viable. So that, and I agree currently, I don't think in practice marriage is as viable as it was 50, 60 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. where there was laws preventing divorce and you had to make it work and, and it could be one man, one woman, you know, it could be all that stuff. But when you have an incredibly laissez-faire attitude, like an incredibly cavalier, relaxed attitude towards dating where everything is just, it is what it is or we're just going to experience it, we're just going to see this. There's no sense of progression. I actually had this talk with my girl, and what's funny was she actually came around my idea of thinking. So we got in a little spat because I said I would never cohabitate with the woman if I wasn't going to marry her within the next half year. 
And then she thought that was crazy. She was like, why would you say that? Don't you want to like see what it's like living together? Don't you want to do that? Like, no, 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 no. Because there is a progression. But a long time ago, you, you didn't live with your wife until you were married. Most okay. cultures, it's still that way. You don't cohabitate, share a room alone until you're married. You go, you'd be 30 years old going on dates with a chaperone. You know? And I was like, and the reason is, is because there is this progression. There's a spiritual meaning to the word wife. So right now, when we were casually dating, I didn't ask you for anything. When I decided we we're going to have that, that talk about you being my girlfriend is because there's a new set of expectations that comes with exclusivity with me. By me not being on the market, new and higher expectations. If we're right. getting ready to get married, newer and higher expectations. So it's kind of like there needs to be this hierarchy of we're moving towards something. And well, that's, I think that's that's the difference between me and you because you're more goal oriented. Well, not goal oriented. You're more uh, structured with your life. Yeah. Than I am. Now, the reason I say that uh, going for more experiences and being a little bit more aloof is because, like I said earlier, I think it's more important for me for things to happen naturally. I'm not saying I'm, I'm like totally saying no, but I'm saying if my emotions start to gradually get better or not get better, start to get more uh, involved with her or start falling yeah. more in love with her or something like that, I want it to be naturally. I don't want to have a talk and be like, well, you know, one day we'll get married, baby. And mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have a kid or this or maybe we'll, we'll move in together. I don't do plans like that when, when it comes to relationships because emotions to me, are too fluid. It's too, it's too, it's like a rushing river and there's always rocks and stones in the river and you never know. So, and like, if you look at the divorce rate, like they always say it's 80% on women who cause the divorce. And that's, that shows a lot that women aren't really ready to support their men when they're going through the shit. They're not well, really here's, here's, our grandparents were like our yeah. grandparents would stick through that shit. They was like, if their husband couldn't find a job in eight months, she would she would go out there and find a fucking job, but she would stick with them. Women don't do that nowadays. They'll just bounce because they're they're becoming increasingly lazy when it comes to relationships. They want to be pampered and they want fathers instead of they instead of husbands and boyfriends. And it's like it, it just <laughs> on the Ooh, oh shit, man. I mean, it's the hey, truth. He, he, he said that on the internet. He did he say that on the internet. You didn't say it. <laughs> you didn't say well, it. He was, he, was, he was clearly insane. I was just <laughs> See, look what he was doing. Um, I was there, uh, trying uh, to Senator Grady, do you agree with uh, Alpha Monk from 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, no way. I'm going to say Well, not, not to detract to um, irrelevant... Uh, yeah. I'm not ignoring you, just so you know. I saw your comment. I'm not sure if he's still in here. Uh, Miss Irrelevant Connoisseur? Yeah. Yeah, she says, so she goes, you know, so she dating, you know, dating hella guys, dates hella guys who wants, dates guys who want hella options in LA and come back when they realize I'm the catch or whatever, but it sucks, you know, because they were playing around because they were being choosy. I'm going to keep it real. If he's not trying to lock it down in the beginning, you weren't that much of a catch in the beginning. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, like, if, you're not, if you're not already caught, then you're not a catch. Like I, I keep, and I'm not trying to ruin anything, but you know, I've I've dated around. I like to think myself this guy who dates with really high integrity. I'm very honest, very forward. You know, I let people know where they stand. Um, 
I've only asked, ever asked two girls for my girlfriend. I didn't even ask. I told them, this is what I want from us, or we're done. <laughs> like, it was that. Like, there's no Damn. step back. I was invested to the point where it was like, this is what I want. I stopped asking when I was in college. I mean, you know, it's, so it's kind of like you. when I knew I had a good one, locked it down. When I had one that I didn't mind if she came or went, and, and they will leave, and I'll be home alone two months later, and I'll be like, oh, she, she was good. She was good. But I was like, oh, well, like, I'm not really going to run that back. And she was good. She was, she was, she was a good one. I should get that around a little longer. And, you know, she might have made a good girlfriend. And you just you made it to do when you make it. If he's not trying to lock you down right away, I'm telling you exactly what you got. Not well, it's just like, it's just like when you're red flags. What's up? No, someone said red flags. <laughs> uh, but it's just like when you see a, a dime piece, right? A real fine chick and she's single. And then she's she's complaining like, you know, every guy I get just sleeps with me and leaves. And it's like, okay, well, the reason is because after after we sleep with the woman, most guys, we want to see what else she has to offer. And if she doesn't have anything else to offer except looks, then they're just going to get what they want out of the sex and then just bounce because you're going to be boring. You don't really have personality because all your life you've used your looks to get by. And it's like you think that you're this top shit because you're beautiful, which in that sense you are. But when it comes down to personality and what you actually can do in a relationship other than just lay there, it's nothing. So then they get left. It's insane for women to men. What's up, Shea? She said, same for women to men. What do you mean, uh, fella? I'm sorry, comment. I do I'm, surprised, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, surprised the women comment after what you just said. I'm surprised. If, they must you're, if you're a guy, if you're a guy, that's the truth. And you're regularly getting nines and tens. Doesn't matter how great she is, you don't want to settle down. You're regularly getting nines and tens. Why the fuck would you give that up? Exactly. Exactly. So it's just crazy. It's like if you're a woman and you're a legitimate nine. And I'm not saying an Instagram nine. You are an in-person nine, right? You are an in-person nine. No I'm sorry. What you're messing with, who could bag you? You're having other chicks who look like you. They're not slowing down. Like, could you imagine the kind of guy who regularly bags supermodels? Why are you going to, like, just date one supermodel? Exactly. Like, if you bag multiple supermodels, you're not slowing down. You know, like, um, so that's, that's just the truth. Ooh, that didn't sound too great. I feel good saying it, but it's the truth. Like, if I could regularly bag Victoria's Secrets models, I'm not settling down ever. 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 If I could regularly bag Instagram models who are also good looking in person, I'm not settling down. That makes sense. I, I'm that sorry. Sense. It's just, that's just like, I, it, I'm sorry. That's just, that's just the reality of, of a being a <laughs> girl who could regularly bag millionaires. Like she wouldn't stop bagging millionaires until she got a billionaire. Yeah. And that just keep it real. I think the one thing though, and this is again to about going back to the whole marriage thing, right? And staying power and stuff like that. I think people stay less because divorce is so easy. I think women leave more because there is this like it's, 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 there is this culture of like leaving your husband. There's this culture of leaving a man when he doesn't do what he wants you to do. And there's an actual zoological principle called Gestalt's Law. Mm -hmm. Gestalt's Law says in any mammalian species where the woman is the sexual selector, she will only select a certain male so long as he is useful. Bella says, same, goes for both ways. 
Any just, mammalian species. Any mammalian species. She said men get bored too. Say what? She said men get bored too. She said same goes both ways. Okay. But 80% of divorces are initiated by women. So no, it doesn't. Men look for loyalty. Men may get bored just as much, but we don't leave just as much. So like I was saying, we look for loyalty. We want peace. We want someone there to support us. We don't need money from you. We don't need your degrees. We don't need what job. We don't give a fuck what job you have. We don't care about those things. Those, those are men things that we do. We don't care about those things. That's not what we look for in a marriage or in women. What we want in women is we want someone who's there for us. Someone like we were talking about earlier that we have a really rough fucking time. They're there for us. You know, someone who is down for us, someone who won't leave us on the slightest hint of difficulty or trouble. We want someone who is strong in that point. When men back in the day used to say they want a strong, independent woman, it didn't mean they wanted a woman who had three degrees and was a lawyer and shit like that. They wanted a woman who was independent in the ways that when he wasn't there, she was able to keep shit down. They wanted someone who was strong in the ways that when he failed, she was strong enough to support him until he got back up. That's what the fuck they meant. And the problem with women is they're tribal and they started to listen to all the wrong fucking women. And now we have what's going on right now. You have more women who are single than ever. More women who are on anxiety pills than ever. That's why there's so many poly relationships. No one thinks like that anymore. Yeah, you just can't be more independent and assertive than the man. No, I can't. No, no. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like I said, I was saying earlier, I think there's a a problem with polarity. I think men are being almost too nice. Yep. And there's this whole thing of like, any love. And I know I had this talk with my chick, and I was telling her, like, the same aggression that has me come up with these ideas and do all these things for us and try and make this thing for us and try and get stuff for myself is the same aggression of me getting frustrated when you get my way. Like, I'm not angry, and it's not aggression as, like, just, like, rage. It's aggression as, like, this is my energy for this next thing. Then you got to help me with this thing. You can't be battling with me on this. Like, I can't just be mean when you want me to be mean and be nice when you be nice. Like, you can't just dictate how I go about my day. And that took her a minute to get. It took her a minute to realize, like, Markel, I'm a very intense person. And I bring intensity to everything that I do. And, and when I'm doing my thing, like, you can't sit there and tell me not to. Word. And so that that goes down to like oh you know women having patience and being supportive and just understanding like I got my process and I'm gonna go through it and she has hers I don't ever ask for anything that I don't give right yeah. I said my girl's solid but I'm stressed out and I go over and I'll be like yo today was a bitch what we, we got to eat and she goes I want me to make you something and you guys know my diet she made me some um, she made me some eggs over easy some ground bison. And she got me a little container of cottage cheese. Like, that's what I eat. That was my diet. And it was like, I didn't say much, but I was stressed what's to eat. So I ate that. And when I'm halfway done eating, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I look around and she had a nice little vodka soda cocktail mixed up. Handed me a vodka soda. I mean, yeah. how I'll hard is like, that? It's not, like, it's not, I'm not going to say it's, it's all on it's women. It's so bad. Like men too. Because there's a lot of bitch made yeah. there's a lot of feminine energy flowing through men nowadays, and and we can see you can see it in your own relationship. So if a man is not so bad, 
masculine energy, the girl is going to over, she's going to overcompensate. Overcompensate, sorry, yeah. She's going to overcompensate for what he's lacking. And that's what's happening overall. And so it's like, because we don't have problems getting chicks. And we're very masculine to the point people would call us toxic. But my girl doesn't see it as toxic. Yeah. She's all the way feminine. And it, and it like it interlocks better that way. And I can tell you right now, if I started, you know, crying or I started being too sensitive and texting her all the time and not really being on my shit, man, she'd be out of there. Yeah. In a minute. Just, it's sense. too many yeah, too right. many marshmallow men out there, dog. Yeah, you know, I mean it's hard, but it's also too. It's because you know, and we let me. I think let me know if the sound works. Too big for the scope of this podcast, but men from young ages, ages like you know, as soon as they start hitting puberty, are being funneled into this androgynous funnel of don't be aggressive, don't be angry, don't be. It all started with don't be competitive. Was how it began. Yeah, yeah. The, um, then it was don't be loud, don't be rowdy. Then it was don't be aggressive. Words. Then it was oh be nice. And then it was they're the same as you. And that's that's how it happened. And and it's you can go too far the other way. Absolutely, you can go too far the way people are currently going. The most important thing is polarity. You don't understand polarity. I think that is the best term to describe what the issue is. It's not that men have to be this hyper masculine Conan the Barbarian bushcraft you know started what shit whatever but it's like you need to be solid you need to be competent and enough crafts and skills and you need to have it's almost funny you need to have good humor i think men don't have good humor anymore Mm -hmm. they're not allowed to like laugh anymore they're not allowed to rough house it goes it goes all it's all together they're too they're too afraid to say shit so how can you approach a woman if you can't make a joke? Like there's videos, there's videos on YouTube where where two friends will go to a club, and one would be the nice guy, and one would be the asshole, and the asshole always brings her home every single fucking time. And when the nice guy tries to be the asshole, the girls always put him in their place. Their masculine energy always over overcomes his, and then he looks like shit. Happens yeah. all the fucking time, man. And so what? So, so now you can hear. Okay, so she said, speak the truth. She said, agree. Go ahead. So, yeah, and it's, it's, it's tough. You know, like, it's, being, it's going to be an asshole. So, it hasn't been so much recently, but if you go back and look at much older episodes back on my moniker at the very bottom right here, you used to say red pill. I had a very different mentality towards things. I was <laughs> much more aggressive and, and assertive, in my opinion. And, like, with my lady, you know, um, sometimes I say stuff and it don't go over well. I tell her the truth. You know, I'm sure talking like, yo, this is how this thing went down, and you didn't really have my back. I didn't like that. And I might say it in a way that doesn't go over too well, and that might be an issue. She goes, well, I don't like your attitude. And I go, look, look, I may have been right or maybe wrong in the way that I said it, but that's what I mean. And hmm. that's it. And sometimes you're a bit of an asshole when you got to do that. But it's There's all no about, way. like, letting her know where the boundary lies. Or letting her know, I can stand up to you, and I can stand up for us. <laughs> but the problem is that when you can't stand up to your lady, she's not going to make you stand up for your lady. If exactly. she's just nagging on some BS, and you can't just sit here, yeah. give her a quick little shake and a kiss, and be like, they, "Yeah, 
They all you don't know. have mics. So someone Ooh. said, you got, you're too far. You guys are too far away from the mic. I said, like, they don't have mics. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they don't, they don't have, have mics. mics. So you got to, that's on you. Got to put you an earpiece in. in. <laughs> <laughs> got to put an earpiece in. I'm the only one that's got a mic around here. And, uh, but you know, I mean, there's sometimes your lady, literally, you have to look at her. You don't, you know, you don't grab her head just like this. You'll kiss her on the forehead and say, you tripping, but don't worry about it. I got us. You don't always have to be an asshole, like overtly rude. But sometimes Damn. you have to make you her upset by letting her know you're going to stand your ground. Damn. You Dude, the all time. That's all. You just got to stand up for yourself. You don't, you don't have to be rude to your lady to keep her in line. You don't have to check Damn. your lady to keep her in line. You just need to let her know, hey, wonder, I wonder normally I'm when you're on some chi-chi-chi stuff, I'll let you do whatever you want. But right now, this is my boundary. You're not going to cross it. And it's going to hurt your feelings. But the sooner you understand that, the sooner you go back to being happy. Yeah, I thought that. I, I think I think everybody get kind. It gets a little tamed when he shit, gets. What's his head. number? She says, "Shit, what's his number?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's just the. That's just it. It's just like I. And this is you know. There is this gray area that is our reality, right? We all get our information from our own experience. We get information from books we read. We get information from all the podcasts that we see. But understand, yep. any everything has an agenda. And so for me, it's like I actually personally believe lots of women want to be married and happy with children. They really do. They legitimately want to be booed up with a strong, masculine husband. But what happened is they are a major driving force in the demasculinization of men. Men want to be manly. Women want us to be manly. But the way they're going about certain things is making us unmanly. The way we are going about certain things are making us unmanly. And no one really knows how to pivot and do something different. There is this movement going this way. We've gone too far. I think women and men are realizing, ooh, we fucked up. But nobody knows how to pivot except for the men who are incredibly hyper-masculine and they're pivoting in a way that's, that's not nice. But in any issue where something goes too far, there has to be an overcorrection. So we're going to have this period of time where men are going to be, be start becoming more hyper-aggressive to yeah. overcompensate for what has happened. And then we're going to have this period of time where things kind of mellow off a little bit until the next cycle. And I think men nowadays have to learn to become more masculine and less afraid of the women they're romantically interested in. It's like a huge shit test. It's a huge because, shit test. Yeah, it my, sounds my, like it my, is. The girl I'm with, she has a lot of friends and they're in that mindset. But when you call them out on it and you, you are a real masculine man, then they revert back to their original selves, if that makes any sense. Like their feminine energy comes out. It's all a huge shit test. And I always say that, like all the shit they're saying on TikTok and shit is just what they're saying. Women said that they've been doing that shit for years. I know we, we've all met girls who said they want a certain type of dude and they end up with something different. It's just a big ass shit test. We all want to, I want to be a fucking superhero, but that shit ain't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? They can dream superhero. relationship. They can dream. Like, yeah, it's great to to want to have a beautiful relationship and have uh, beautiful kids, a, a big house, white picket fence, a dog. Those are great dreams. But the problem is, is you cultivate those dreams from desires. And, and things you've I seen know. television. I'm reading, okay, I'm reading the comments. He said, communication, amen, yes, agreed. You got a woman that's agreeing with you. 
right on. For, for once in our podcast, someone actually That's a woman actually agrees with us, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, way before that too. Hallelujah. Yeah, I saw your comments, bro. God damn. Oh, yeah, the inter- nah, yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying, come on. She said, she said, that's exactly what a man is. But you're right, though, man, Markel. Uh, there's Train so many him. young dudes who who are failing the shit test and taking it as serious. I don't want it. They're all taking it to heart, like you know, and it's so fucking crazy. It, it's like it, it's it's really strange what's going on right now because you have girls literally telling men that they want a stronger masculine men by their actions, but they're following trends that are saying something totally different. And that goes back to generally speaking, women are, are tribal. They, they, they are, they're concerned about what their tribe thinks. They're concerned about what society thinks more so than what men do. That's yeah. generally speaking. Everybody but else. I mean, you, you've seen it though. You've seen how you take a very, very super, super duper left liberal woman and just a conservative traditional woman, they are at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Everything you see on TV is feminine, feminism, pro-woman, all this, all that. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I have no opinion on that. But what I'm saying is, could you imagine being a woman and going against that? Look at what happened to all the black men who spoke out against BLM. They got disowned by the whole black race. Oh, yeah. So could you imagine being a woman saying, I want, I want to be traditional. I want to stay home and raise kids. Well, they're already getting attacked. The backlash you would get from every other woman, like it's insane. And that's Which why these feminism. women who are like that traditional stuff live in these small little pockets of the internet because they can't exist anywhere else. Well, it's not even feminism. Feminism is about woman's choice. If she wants to go out and get a job and get a career, that should be great. If she wants to stay home and be a mother and a house uh, wife, that should be great as well. It's all about choice. So this new feminism, this modern feminism is just about pain. These are women who have been extremely hurt by men and they're very angry and they hate men. They wanna take men's positions. They wanna take men's place in life or in our society or whatever. And it's just not, when, they, when they've done it, it just doesn't work out. They don't, they don't want it. They don't like it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's, I don't know what's, how it started, how it all started, but it's all topsy-turvy. And I think it is going to hit a wall at some point uh, okay. because it's already, you're already starting to see it. Like the last five years, women are starting to become more and more desperate to fall in love, to find a husband. Like even in their late 20s, they're starting to see that this shit's not really working out the way these women have been telling us. They're tired of being single. And this is yeah, my whole they're, thing. They're starting to women see that they're tired of being single. Their mentors are, are very miserable. Women in their 40s who have these great careers are going home to, lo- to empty houses. And they don't want that shit. They, they're not built for that. They're emotional creatures. They need that emotional currency back and forth. They need that shit. And it's like, it, I think it, it's to this point where if you, they, they see it as an insult if they can't be on the same level as men. And I don't understand why they can't see that we're totally different beings. And it's okay to be different. You can have all the respect and you have all the rights within society that men have. That's great, but we'll never be equal. That doesn't mean one is lower than the other. It just means we'll never be the same. 
And I think a lot of people just don't get that in their head. They think that one's lower than the other if they're not equal. And we're just not built that way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense that nobody can't see, our women can't really see that at times, you know? And they use... Um, Hello. Like their own experiences as, as a general blanket for everything. Like, like you'll say, uh, yes. you know, like, well, men built uh, the roads and you wouldn't be anywhere if men didn't build the buildings. Well, I've seen women who built buildings. And it's like, well, how many? Well, like just a couple. And it's like, well, that's, you know, you can't use that as, as a general because that it just doesn't sure. work that way. You know, but I, I don't know. It's, I think people are trying to do what they what they their roles are reversed, and I know people hate hearing like, "Oh, I don't think it's so much a role reversal." I think it's just like they're trying to make it androgynous. And the reality is, like, you need polarity for attraction to work. Definitely do. And that. I think when you have a bunch of men being chemically castrated, and you have a bunch of women being chemically imbibed with all their shit they take. No one has even started to talk about how all the feminine products have so many chemicals in them that are changing women's neurochemistry. Uh, control, which is a blessing. And I, yeah, I, I prefer a woman who is on birth control. But that does affect your body. That does affect neurochemistry. It's a real thing, right? And it's like, and then men are being chemically castrated through food and medicine, right? Because, and you have them coming together and they're creating this androgynous thing where there's no polarity. So nothing sticks. I mean, not it's to mention like, like, a, like, a, like a, a sopping wet noodle and it doesn't stick to anything. That's hilarious. You need polarity. You need a man to be masculine or feminine. You need a woman to be masculine or feminine. You just need that polarity for anything to work. That's how attraction happens. And what's happening is we're becoming more and more androgynous and there's no attraction. So the women who are hyper, hyper feminine and the men who are hyper, hyper masculine, they're doing well. But yep. the vast majority of us somewhere in the middle are not doing so hot. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. So yeah. that's that yeah. women, yeah. if you want to get wifed up, be more classically feminine. I'm not saying don't do the things you want to do. I'm not saying don't join the workforce. I'm not saying don't be your own person. Be more classically feminine. Be slightly more conservative in, in your social ideals. Don't any political ideals, but in your social ideals. Men. Be more masculine. Be a bit more masculine. Be a bit more conservative in your social ideals. Not political, but your social ideals, right? And what you'll find is the further you go down your pole, whether feminine or masculine, whatever feels natural to you, the more attractive you will appear to the opposite sex. It's just the way it works. And and, and men and women want to just be like, no. Men are just like, well, no, I'm just going to find me a nice girl who's going to love me as a little bit of yellow belly that I am and then girls are going to be like no I'm going to be the super aggressive hyper masculine hyper sexualized being and the men are like yeah we'll tap that we don't really want wife that and so you have both people just denying being the thing that one comes naturally to them and don't have to work for and then two that attracts the opposite sex and you know what's so weird to me is that people, people are so blind to the truth of things that they want to like tiptoe around it like, let's talk about the 11th man for a minute. That, that is a true fucking story, right? You have 10 men at a bar and there's a woman. All 10 men give her compliments. They buy her drinks. They light her cigarette and she's loving it. 11th man walks in, doesn't pay her no fucking attention. Sits about two guys away from her, 
drinks his drink, minds his own fucking business. She goes home with the 11th man. Every single fucking time. I don't understand why some men think that being hypersensitive, androgynous is going to get you anywhere with the type of women that they, they actually want to be with. It, it doesn't show that in any research. It doesn't show that in life. It doesn't show that out in the streets. None of that stuff. There's countless videos of men who have women, who get women, who discuss the truth of what's really going on. And everybody wants to sugarcoat it or, or call it something else. You know, they don't ever want to say like, I mean, I get it. No, it's not women like assholes or they like the bad guys, not anything like that. It's, it's more, it's deeper than that. They want men to stand up for themselves. They want men who are doing their own fucking things. You know, they don't want, like they'll say, I want to be his priority, but that's yeah. not what they truly, truly desire. Yeah. They, they still want to chase. They want what they can't have. They would rather want a guy who gives them 25% of his time than a guy who gives them 75% of his time. Mm-hmm. Every fucking time. I, I just saw a podcast where a dude asked a girl, he was like, okay, would you rather be with a guy who's loyal, who would do everything for you, or would you be with the, a billionaire who cheats on you like all the time? Hello. And she was like the billionaire. She was like 23 I years mean- old. I'm, again, like I said, there. The reality is, and again, I think this conversation is too big because you know the live stream's already ended, so I don't know how long it's going to go on. But we all know there's alphas and betas, right? Betas are still alive somewhere. As, as as bad as we'll make them out, an alpha position isn't nearly as coveted. Should be nearly as coveted. People think they make that. It's incredibly lonely, actually. It's actually incredibly lonely to be an alpha. Because I, I know, like we're so, I'm so goal oriented. It's incredibly hard for me to be around my be around people who aren't as goal oriented as me. Yeah, it's incredibly hard for me to to be with women who don't understand that I'm always my mind is always working billionaire. on something. You know, like I'm always trying to the next thing, and it, it's hard. It's hard because like some people are just really aloof and they're chill and they just don't give a shit. Where I'm one of those, we're like, no, nah, either it makes sense or you get gone. I mean, so yeah, yeah, I would say you are an alpha. You it's, it's, it's well, alpha. I mean, I think an alpha is just how self-serving. Me? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's there seems to be like an alpha and being like a narcissist. I think being an alpha is just are you self-serving? I'm not gonna go about and say that I am or aren't. I just know I, exactly what I'm gonna go for is the thing that I'm gonna go for. All three of us alphas. I would say, like, Bella said, all three of us. There's toxic in everything, right? I hate using that word, but I don't think how dare you use that word is is um is like that. I think you can be a different type of alpha. Like, I think to me, an alpha is 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 a man who's about his business. He doesn't he doesn't cater to anyone. He does his own thing. He's an independent person. He follows his goals. He's aware. Wow. And he uses higher perspective. You know what I'm saying? A higher perspective is when you take emotions out of it and you look at the solution and the situation for what it is. And I think that's what a true alpha, or what a true alpha is. Like there are a lot of alphas out there that are sociopaths that will be narcissists and just fuck <laughs> around. 
She and not said. just the type of person who's alpha, <laughs> but I think a real alpha is somebody who's about their business. Um, my personality trait, I got to say I'm a sigma because I'm very introverted and I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it, like kick rocks. If you're not, sigma don't exist. just like. She okay. said, he said, some of the fellas said, you guys do too understand that uh, mindset, but there aren't, there are asshole alphas. I'm an alpha, I'm the asshole alpha. Um, <laughs> yeah, a girl like, says she's an asshole alpha. I'm the asshole alpha. Dante's the asshole uh, alpha. Yeah, I'm um, the asshole alpha. Um, <laughs> as people say, I guess you know she said all three of us are alphas. So, um, like I said, I I stopped calling myself. I'm chilling out loud. Alpha in my head, I'm like I'm fucking alpha. But like out loud, I'm just like I think it's like an unalpha thing. To do. Like it's an uncool thing to do. Like I know what I'm about. I know yeah. I know what I'm here for. I'm about the I'm shit. Here. Yeah, I know I handle my business. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be that guy who talks about how great I am. But I'm. I never great. tell anybody. I never tell anybody. I'm on I'm this. I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I've never said that. It's hilarious. Um, I do admit I've that I am told, an asshole. Yeah, I've been told I was. Yeah, an asshole and a sigma or an alpha. I've been told that many times. But yeah. you get called a narcissist, or are you just? No, no. I'm too. <laughs> I, I am compassionate. I'm too compassionate to be a narcissist. Okay. Oh so, okay. yeah. And I know what's in the flaws, so I don't, yeah. Nah. Would you, um, would you now, if I was with my I'll mom, bro, it but, is time for me to make my exodus. Yo, man, how much are you drinking? Dude? It's 11, damn, yeah. Yeah, it's 11. We, we kind of went over our, our time, man. Sorry, um, uh, I got to go training in the morning because... Yeah, I got to get up in the morning, too. So. This temple ain't going to build itself, y'all. Yeah, whatever, so, you know, man. I got to get out of here. Whatever, nigga. Um, <laughs> you know... I'm sick of y'all light skin motherfuckers thinking that you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, really, you put, no. Two years from now, you'll be see your dick, so I don't want to hear that. Man, don't make me steal your girl. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. Man. All right, listen. I I know. I I know the power of the light skins, but y'all, when they, they end up coming back to us anyway, so it don't matter. I'm joking. Yeah, that's because we don't want them, dog. We just y'all we just, y'all be cheating. That's half the time. We don't cheat. I said I said it. Monkey branch. Oh, you monkey brand. Okay, it's okay. It's <laughs> That's what you call it, huh? Yeah. yeah okay. Girls come up to us. They come it's up to us. Real. It's been so great. All right. Oh yeah. All right. All right, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll probably end it up soon, guys. Uh, you know, it's been long. I got to get up, get up in the morning too. Appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you guys showing love. I appreciate uh, Marco coming in and Alpha Monk. I appreciate y'all gone. Are you guys all coming in for the episode? I know. Hopefully, you guys heard me on the other stream. I'm sorry. I meet me people, but you can't hear that well. Um, and everyone else, uh, hopefully I get it down. I'll master it. Once I master it, we're good. <laughs> all right, y'all. Catch y'all later. All right, all right, yeah. later. All right, boss. Peace. All right, man. I'll see y'all later.